Hi there, this is Elazar Bloom, licensed marriage and family therapist, and welcome back to Relationships Revisited. I am so happy to have you with me. In the last episode, we discussed how I I believe it's truly courageous and amazing that couples show up to work at the relationship. Given the backdrop of brokenness, fragmentation, fear, survival that constitute living in this worldly existence, it is it is really remarkable that couples are struggling and striving to find a space of connection, a space of love, a space of harmony, of togetherness, of safety, of security with one another. And that is hard work. And hopefully it's worth it. And in this episode, what I hope to share with you is exactly what it is that couples are striving and struggling for. So when couples walk into my office, I often see two different, but unfortunately painful dynamics that are, are quite common. One is death by ice. It means that a, you know, a couple is very distant from one another. They're really in their own silos. They are isolated from one another and living their individual lives. There is such a, there's so much space between them. They are more like roommates than lovers. They are living under the same roof, sharing some aspects of life, but there is just so much distance. And then I see another dynamic where couples are, are, I want to say death by fire, suffocation, where there is too much enmeshment. There's too much closeness. There's no space. Everything I do brings about a reaction in you and vice versa. And it's highly volatile and reactive. Both of these extremes are obviously not ideal and and leave the individuals feeling very much in pain and very isolated. So what is that what is it that couples are ideally moving towards? In the previous episode, I spoke about this you know, in, in in more general terms about peace and harmony and unity and oneness. But in more detail, what couples really are searching for is a state called interdependence. Interdependence is a sophisticated term which can hopefully be broken down real simply to mean that I am able to be me in this relationship fully. I can stand in the space of who I am and share that as I choose to with you and there's space within you to receive that, to be with that, to share that with me without you taking it on. So for example, if I'm going through a hard time, I'm I'm stressed or I'm sad or I'm feeling broken, I'm feeling I'm feel, I'm going through a hard time at work. Okay, let's just take that for example. To be able to bring that struggle to my partner, knowing that she's not going to try and save me and take away my pain, and she's not going to say, "Look, I can't handle this. Go talk to your to your therapist or to somebody else." But there is enough space for us to share that experience together in a way that feels safe to both of us. So there's not the isolation where I keep it all inside, or uh, you know, avoid it, or go someplace else with it. There's also not the enmeshment that you're going to try and make it better and fix it, take responsibility for my feelings but a space where I can rely on you, you can rely upon me, and there's safety and security in that. And it feels good to both of us. That's a state of interdependence. And it is a beautiful experience. It's what we all long for, to know that you're available 
to me, to know that you can respond to me, that you're engaged with me, but I still remain me. And that is, that is really what all of us are hoping for. And we see this as, again, going back to the early story of human beings and their relationships. We go back to Breshit, to Genesis. We go back to the, the description in Genesis of the first couple. And for Adam, the first human being, there was no relationship. It's actually a big problem. As the Kabbalists teach us, they, that Adam was actually a human being that contained within it both a masculine and feminine dimension. And these masculine and feminine dimensions were back to back in that one being. And Adam struggled. All the other creatures have a partner, someone to relate to, someone to connect with on their level. But me, I'm all alone. And in that agonized state, God brought about a slumber upon Adam. And then there was a surgery where the feminine dimension was separated out from Adam and then brought back to the masculine. And in that state of being separate, but now standing face to face as separate beings, Adam ex exclaims, oh, finally, this is my partner. This is what I was searching for. There's a joy. There's a relief. There's, a, there's just a great amount of, of satisfaction. And, and now seeing my other half, literally. And immediately the Bible then says, the Torah says, therefore, you shall leave the home of your parents of your family of origin and cleave to your spouse, cleave to your wife, become one flesh. Because in my parents' home, there is a relationship, but that relationship is one of fusion. That relationship is, 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 is an unconscious bond there because it's a biological bond. It's not, one, not a relationship that I've stepped into deliberately to create connection with. There's already a connection there. But with you, who's a separate person, who inhabits a separate world. With you, there's now the opportunity to, to develop a conscious, deliberate, shared space that can feel good to both of us. And we can become one with intention. One psychologically, one spiritually, one emotionally, and one physically with intention. That is an interdependent state. So we are no longer fused we are certainly not alone. We have a partner and now we are choosing to relate to this partner in a very deliberate way. That is what interdependence is really about. Allowing for that shared space to be inhabited by two separate individuals. And that is the beautiful calling of marriage. That's what we are striving for. That's what we are hoping for. And so the takeaway today is as you move away from isolation or from enmeshment, fusion, towards in standing in your own in your own place, and then reaching to your partner and, and the partner, and you're having your partner respond to you, and you respond to her, and vice versa, and, and moving back and forth in a shared space of availability, of responsiveness, of engagement. That interdependence is what we are working towards, and that's that's a lofty calling. So if you're the dance steps are a little bit off and you're stepping on each other's toes. Again, that's to be expected. This is a process where you are learning to do something very deep and something which very likely you have not experienced before, a state of interdependence. So I want to thank you 
again for joining me on this journey. And I look forward to seeing, or I should say, being with you next time. 